When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. What's up? Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. It is May 20th. It's episode 215. We got a lot to talk about. Horace Grant called MJ a liar. Bregman's leaving his agency. Derulo knocked out all his teeth. And some other stories from yesterday we didn't get to. Let's... Uh, let's... All right, all right, all right. Fade the music down now. What's going on, everybody? My name is Jimmy. We got Jake, John Boy, and Jake. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. That's how it works. Uh, Jake's uh, wearing his I Love Baseball hat. Been a big hat guy lately, Jake. And his Cole 45 tank. Jake, usually not a hat guy. Big hat guy of late. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, I realized a little industry trick um, that you were doing. Because my, my hair goes awry really easily. Um, mm-hmm. It's just thin and kind of gnarly. Uh, so, I mean, there's a couple days that you and I both come in here, you know, raw. It's a morning show, whether a long night the night before. Um, and I just realized every time that you were gnarlied up, you'd wear a hat because you cover your hair. Because that, that covers half the battle. So I figured I'd go hat too. A little industry secret. Yeah, yeah. You, you've you've uh, you learned the hair tricks. You're like a late adopter to the hair tricks. Like the flip. You were very late to the hair flip, and now you've learned the hat trick. Nobody told me. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no male guidance in my life. That hat looks good on you. You know, you got Oh, some, sure. It's hard to find a hat that fits. My head as well. Like, I think everyone's head. So, I, I like it. It looks good. The tank looks... I'm a um, definite cleaner. Tank looks like maybe... Maybe... Maybe it got put into, like, a mixing machine wasn't a mixing machine we live in new york city so it's in a new york city dryer for sure um but yeah like it how you doing is it warm there you tanked up good no i'm freezing i'm absolutely freezing right now but i told the people i'd wear wear the cold tank top uh so i gotta make people happy um doing all right um we're uh it's like uh it's kind of a big it's classic kind of a big day so now i'm i'm like oh shoot because like gotta gotta get stuff packed and ready to go doing the drive tomorrow um also like you know kind of clear out the fridge a little bit so that affected my breakfast this morning i was like all right let's let's uh let's let's use all these eggs and stuff it with meat which was a real punishment for myself slash what i do pretty much every morning anyways but uh yeah Got a got a lot on the docket today. Um, I think we're doing a double JJR. Uh, I think we've got. Oh. 
think yeah. there's a double. There's a there's a big. Uh, I, I think the the mass singer finale is tonight. So I mean, whoo. Yeah, it's when does that Wednesday. roll? Because I don't want to miss the challenge, so I want to kind of do JGR before after the challenge. So Jake's going to be, be on the. Or it might be an earlier JJR. So if we, I, I was going to say if we miss any sports stories, there's no fucking news. There's no sports. They don't play yeah. games anymore. Well, Jake's going to be on the road yeah, tomorrow. So we're road recording. Again. We're recording tomorrow's JJR tonight. So if you want to watch it live, you can join in tonight. Um. But on the podcast app, it'll go out tomorrow. Anyway, uh, someone in the, in the chat asked, uh, was there an Amazon item ordered yesterday, Jake? And that's a good question because Tuesdays you said you're going to order stuff for yourself. I said I was going to order stuff on Tuesdays, and no, there's something I want to order too. Um, so it might have to be a Wednesday order. It'll be a weekly order. It'll be whenever we need it. Yesterday was uh, internationally known as running day. Yes. Um, I got the run in. Body's feeling it pretty good this morning. I did some AM... Uh, with our massage weapon thing that we we both own, um, put that on the calves, and that's money, man. Uh, that's uh, that might be my biggest perk from this this thing. So, I, and then I went up top with it afterwards. But um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think I, I got something I want to order. I I think we'll we'll do that at halftime. But um, how how are you doing, Tim? I'm good. The the internet's acting up. Uh... So the live stream might be shitty today uh, anyway um, because it says it's not going to YouTube right now. And this was like one of the ones I retweeted on my own Twitter feed. So now I feel like I led people to a bad, a bad show. I feel guilty about it. Podcast oh. feed's fine. I ordered so much stuff for myself uh, on Amazon and yesterday zero of it arrived and I was so mm. upset, you know, I like I have, I think I have upwards of 10 packages headed my way. Nice. And zero arrived yesterday. I checked the mail twice. I was like a little kid, you know, waiting for a letter from dad who's in the military or something like, you know, yeah. where's my stop? Where's my stop? Nothing came. Sound, sound like my hair. Uh, a lot of dog products. A lot right. of, and then haircut products for me, like actual official buzzers and shears and thinning shears. So Katie can like okay. learn and give me real cuts, a guitar holder for Katie and uh, some really strong coffee. None of it came, so I'm pissed. Air conditioner's supposed to come today. Excited about that. Okay, knock on wood. Oh, dude, also, you talked about emptying out the fridge. Katie and I just bought so much food to cook, and now we're leaving, like, Friday midday to go down the shore, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, you know, what are we going to do with all this meat we eat? So I'm making a meatloaf today as well, but I forgot we're doing oh. JJR tonight. So now with the challenge and JJR... I don't know when I'm going to make this meatloaf. Takes like an hour to cook and probably 40 minutes to prep or 30 minutes to prep. I, I cook very slow, so racking my brain now. That was my reaction. We'll do it well, it's cooking. Meatloaf show. Yeah, that's a good call. We're doing, we're doing, uh, after this, we're doing talking baseball. Then I'll cook meatloaf. And then while it's in the oven, we can do JJR. And then we're free for the night. Boom. Boom. Awesome. B hey, BBD, how are you feeling yesterday? Because um, Jake and I texted a little bit, and I know he did. you guys did talking Knicks. I was brain dead. I mean, I was on mic or phone call from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. It was insane. Like, every gap, Katie and I tried to take a walk, and I got a call from, like, Luke asking for help. Tried to do something else, and Plouffe FaceTime for help. And then, you know, the sales guy. 
And it was Katie was like, that was crazy. Like you literally haven't stopped talking. And I was like, I know I have been outputting for like nine hours straight. So BBD, yeah. were you gassed? Uh, no, I was, I was pretty good. I had like kind of a midday gap. Cause when you guys did laughs, I was just like editing, talking baseball or whatever. Yeah. Talking baseball is what I edited yesterday. So a little midday gap and like did like an hour and nothing before we did talking Yanks interview, then talking mix. And then I did a zoom call with like college friends after that. So I guess I did get a lot of talking in, but the Ooh, midday gap. what's that all about? Is that fun? That was the zoom call. Um, it was, it was good. I would, I got in late, uh, cause of next, but, uh, so I got like, it was for, I was only in there like 40 minutes or so instead of like an hour and a half or something that they were in. So longer, I think I would have gotten tired of like talking. But. Zoom call with like college friends right out of college. I can't even imagine like how unstructured and ridiculous that was. Yeah, <laughs> we've been, we've done a few of them. Uh, that crowd, everyone's kind of doing different stuff and like no one, none of us have seen each other. So it's like, is what it is. Cool, 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 cool. And Jake, you said you were good. You were you were fried the other day because we got to rank our days. Yeah, it was uh, it was reverse fried. Uh, Monday Monday got me. I mentioned I was uh, I mean, just staring into blank spaces. Is that Taylor Swift song? Um, and like, yeah, just I stared at the ceiling for like forty five minutes straight. Just just asked how I was doing. I was like, I think I'm good. Um, you're right. The, the input output thing for humans is very real. Um, but yeah, I was, I, I thought I was going to die, man, because I, uh, yesterday was run day too. And I didn't sleep Tuesday monster. So I was up at four 30 AM first run in you know, six months to six years, depending how you measure it. And then we had a full recording day. So I was like, I was waiting for the crash. I had a little more coffee yesterday and that's fair. Uh, that kind of comes with the territory, but yeah, I, I was up for talking Nick's and it was, Good to catch up with those guys. Good to get one on the map too. Um, I I had missed a a week or two, um, and there was some Nick news. They hired a couple front office people, but I I think that's what probably made it good was, um, I mean there's only so much you could do. Like they hired two front office guys, and it's like, hey, hope these guys are good. Um, they they come from different places that aren't the Knicks, so that's a good sign. Uh, and then from there we did like last dance, and then we we ended with some silly stuff. Uh, the first, the first like real hangover that everyone ever had. Cause we talked flu game a little bit. Oh, nice. Oh man. First real hangover. I puked all over the mattress. Uh, and then I took the mattress into the shower with me. I was in high school <laughs> yeah. to clean it. Cause like I couldn't, I was in the basement. I couldn't have my parents. Like, Hi mom and dad. If you're listening, I know you listen. They probably yeah. found it and maybe didn't even say anything. But, uh, my first time drinking whiskey. And I woke up with just like bagel bite puke all over. It was a mattress without any sheets on it. Cause we were just like doing a slumber party out in the middle of the basement. Yeah. Like puke all over it. And I added, there's a shower down there and I, I dragged the shower into I dragged the mattress into the shower with me and like rinsed it off and then like dried it. Like it was like, you know, I don't know my little dog or baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got their one that I think jumps out. Like I, I have one in, there's a high school one where I, I mean, I threw up a lot, but like I woke up the next day and fine. So I, that one didn't work for me. There's, I think sophomore year of college, there was a jungle juice party where I just went ham as Halloween. 
I ended up, I stayed the whole next day. Uh, I think it was Norris and Ken's room. And I was just like paralyzed in their bed. <laughs> like I, I literally stayed in bed all day. And it was like the first time I was like, oh, so that's, pe- people don't joke about these hangover things. You can't just, <laughs> you can't just have breakfast and then sweat it out for 15 minutes. Uh, so that, that was the first one for me. What was yours? B- oh, BBD dropped a nice story from this most recent Thanksgiving where he had, he had one too many. I had more than one too many, but it was like, it was a whole thing. Cause like, I didn't really drink even before I was 21, really just, I never gotten drunk before that. Uh, so, and the first time I was home for Thanksgiving after being 21, I didn't drink much or anything ahead of time. And the lines were absurd. Uh, so I got like three drinks all night. Then the next year, which was this past Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, well, I got to make sure I drink ahead of time. So I turned into like three glasses of vodka uh, before I even got to the bar. And then I had a lot more when I was there. Uh, and then for Thanksgiving, my family, we like to hit the <laughs> road by the time it's like 6 a.m. to get to my grandparents' house, which is a four hour drive away. And uh, it, it was brutal. That's the best part of the, it's the story. It's the only time I've ever thrown up from alcohol. That's uh, and then I had to be up like two hours later for five hour, five time. hour hang, five hour hangover drive with your parents. That's uh, <laughs> that's up there on the list. That's a good one, BBD. It's a fun story. It's tough. Now. It's brutal. Uh, so what was your day, Jake? Yesterday. So like I, I I I said I love production. Like I love productive days and when we're nonstop working. But that was like a little too much because right. I died at the end. And I also feel very guilty when yeah. it takes me past five o'clock because during quarantine and when I can, I've kind of promised those to the couch and the girlfriend. So yeah, um, I'm going to go. It was a, it was a six, a six, three mark okay. it down. Six, so you're three. seven, five, six, three. I got so much done though. But in the end I was like, Katie looked at me and I was, I came back from throwing the garbage out and I was just standing in the front hallway and she was like, Jimmy, and I was just yeah. standing there. <laughs> She's like, what yeah. are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just, sorry. Computer turns off. Yeah. This output Computer too turns much. off. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, again, a piece of that for my Monday. So Tuesday was up a little bit. I mean, I did the run. I fought the Tuesday monster pretty good. Um, just didn't order that thing I wanted. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'd say... I think I'm going six on the nose. Okay, fair. Marked down. Cool. Awesome. Anything else? I think we're good. Just let's get into sports. We got a, a good amount of sports and interesting stories here. Yabba yo. Let's start with a couple baseball highlights. Big Baby David's Washington Nationals will have their virtual ring ceremony. Uh, just a sign that the times are weird. But hey, you know, maybe we'll get one clip of it, or maybe our guy Brian Dozier will do something silly on camera. Speaking of friends of the program, Alex Bregman. Leaves Clutch Sports announces Astros Doc. Some fun connects the dots in there and even in here. Uh, K Rod wants to come back. Okay, cool. See you, friend. The A's, and here's a Jimmy Hot Button topic. A's say they can't pay their rent. Can't wait to talk about that. 
Steph Curry with the shot boy says it's been difficult getting to know his teammates during a pandemic. Uh, okay. And Horace Grant, one of the stars of the MJ documentary and from the Bulls dynasty and the magic team that jumped in there said, Michael Jordan lied in the last dance calls him a snitch. All right, a lot going on here. I don't know if you have a spot you want to start at uh, or uh, end at. What do you want to go? What do you want to tackle first? I want to build you up for that A's thing. So let, let's uh, let's check them off. Nationals with virtual ring ceremony. Weird, oh. half fun. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't care. Uh, sure, cool. Of course, you're gonna do that. Okay. K-Rod right. coming back, your guy. I just tried to Google how old he is. And, like, it's the same as Bart, you know? And same like you saw, like, Trevor Plouffe joke about it. Like, hey, if they expand to 30 guys in a taxi squad, I'm good enough to be whatever 50 times 30 is um, in the league. And you know? K-Rod's got to be, yeah. I mean, K-Rod's got to be around there because, I mean, He's a guy, if you followed baseball, I mean, he he came up very young. So, you know, I think he's 38, 38 years old. Yeah. So and and I think the bigger thing and this is kind of the it's kind of the story of a lot of sports is that when you get older, you can still compete at that level. It's just for a shorter period of time. So, you know, K-Rod, 38 year old K-Rod, who's already got a lot of miles on the tank probably can't go out and give you the 60 appearances you need out of somebody out of your bullpen. But uh, in this shortened 80 game season, could K rod give you a 30? Maybe, maybe um, probably better, probably better than some of the 22 years olds that might be thrust into this situation via injuries and things like that. So sure. Let's, let's, get, let's get some of the old timers back. 16 year career. He last pitched in 2017. And that's, I mean, if I can't remember like, he had the domestic disputes and, uh, you know, where he beat up his the mother of his children. Did that end his career or, or did he come back and pitch after that? Because if that ended his career and then he uses this as like a loophole to come back, that's a whole different. Right. I think I think he still pitched after that incident. I don't know. He led the leagues in games finished in 2014. Try to Google it quick. And he had a really good 2015. Let's see. Yeah, the domestic stuff was in 2012. Okay, so, all right. So um, he, he, we won't defend that, but yeah. All right. I mean, sure. Hey, his stats really in 2016. One bad year before going. Yeah, his, the what, end of his career so, was pretty good up until that very, very last season. We've been trying to bully Ploof into it. I mean, why not, man? Why not? I mean, Trevor has a lot of stuff going on, family and, you know, a, me a burgeoning media career. And he's also uh, a if, lizard hunter now. Now he's a lizard hunter, but yeah, man, I, I, I'd love to see some of the deep track baseball names kind of <laughs> give it a run. You need a body. Let's do it. Uh, this Steph Curry thing seems like it's totally misconstrued. Like if I have to guess how this went down, someone asked him like, Hey, if so have you been having a lot of meetings and you've been getting along with your new teammates? Have you? And, and Steph was like, well, you know, it's kind of difficult to, you know, get to know the teammates during quarantine, like kind of like, you know, telling the reporter like dumb question. 
obviously. I'm not hanging out with my new teammates during quarantine. And then they were like, Steph says it's difficult getting those. That's how I think this went down. I don't know. I have to guess it was a dumb question that he answered. Everyone's doing this exciting what documentaries you'd want to watch like question. And it's like the 90s Yankees, man. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think, oh, like the the 90s Cowboys, like Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, Trey Aikman. And I think it's a funny because it's like, well, you know, the Bulls had they had to film all that. <laughs> you guys know that part, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, man, I- I'll tell you something that's a weird one that obviously won't be a documentary, but I, I find fascinating as a sports fan is this year's Warriors team. Because, okay, you know, the Warriors are going to be back next year and really good. And they, you know, were kind of a dynasty before this. And this year, I mean, some of the dudes that played for the Warriors teams, like, aren't NBA guys. So there had to be a lot of weird team meetings where they, you say all these things about franchises. You know, the the Warriors are top class and their, their run is the best organization. It's like, this year was going to be shit from the start. Like, there had to be some weird moments at practice. Yeah, I don't. I don't know too much about this Warriors team or anything. Who's the new guys? Like I'm, I'm completely blind. I so mean, they're I like know. not guys. Like I, you know, BBD knows in our kind of basketball chat and talking Knicks as you mentioned, new episode today. Um, I mean, the basketball can cut deep with rosters too. And I mean, some of the guys the Warriors were playing. Like I, if we wanted to, if we wanted to do like a Dan, it was like played on the Warriors or businessman. Like, I think, like, you would be able to trip me up at a 50% rate. Because, like, some of the dudes they threw out there this year were, like, just not, not just guys you know from college, not guys you know from NBA. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, they'll, like, I mean, be back next year because Clay will be healthy again. Steph had just gotten Right. It, it's kind of this bizarre... Down. It's a bizarre dynasty, just full tank year, which kind of has never happened before, to the, the best of my knowledge. The full quotes are, we're in a unique situation. <clears throat> you know, if we were just like hanging out at the court shooting every day, you just, you know, you're around them every day, forced interaction, and it's hard with uh, global pandemic. So like, it's not, it's like, it's not a news story, but right now we're searching for all news. But if anyone tries to like turn this into anything like it's not, I don't know if they are or not, but I mean, this is nothing. It makes sense. Yeah. It's hard to get to know people. If you're in an office and an, in an environment where you see them every single day, you know more. So kind of like, I, I hope that no one's taking that and running with it in a bad way. Cause it makes no sense. Yeah. I, I think, I think not. I don't know. I haven't dove into NBA Twitter on that one, but yeah, it feels, feels just like something. <laughs> I think just that quote and everyone's like, yeah, of course it's hard to meet new people and get to know new people during this because you're not allowed to meet new people. It's just like that joke. Yeah. Uh, Horace Grant says that MJ lied because they said that Horace Grant leaked all the information uh, for the Jordan Rules book. And obviously that's what Horace Grant's going to say because he doesn't want to be known as a snitch. So, you know, is this anything? It kind of. I mean, it's not really anything. I think it's it's more of, in this part of the documentary, if you remember, they were interviewing Sam Smith, the writer with the, the giant smile who's just mm-hmm. having a blast. Um, and 
you know, Sam Smith said, and, and Horace Grant said, and I think a couple, I think BJ Armstrong said too, they were like, yeah, like all of those stories didn't come from Horace. So like Horace definitely spoke, but other guys talked too. And I think what this is, is a classic case of MJ making what the story he wants in his head. And the fact that Horace Grant ended up on those magic teams that beat him, like MJ definitely put the bucket in his head that like, yep, that was Horace Grant. <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it's a, you know, I, I think it's a little of both and Hey, it's Horace Grant. Probably the last time he could be in the spotlight ever, not to be rude to Horace Grant. Um, but you know, coming off the MJ doc, his, his name's still kind of hot right now, but yeah, I mean, what, what Horace Grant is saying is the key part of his argument is MJ earlier in the docs and came on the bulls that they were having cocaine parties with strippers and stuff. And it's like, well, if you ever take the cocaine stripper side, uh, it's not it's it's not the necessarily winning look. Yeah, it's true. I'm uh, trying to find this. Sorry, I I mean it's that kind of like they were you're never gonna find a conclusion to that, and each guy's just gonna say what they're gonna say. So again, it yeah, it's you know like okay, I you you said it. No, I what I didn't say it. But Horace Grant says he didn't say anything. But like you know, everyone was like. Yeah, Horace Grant might have said something, but he didn't say everything. Horace yeah. Grant's like, I didn't say shit. It's like, well, I don't. You, that, now you seem like a liar. Yeah. Um, dude, this A's story did we get deleted off of the the sheet? Yes. It did. No, it's there. K Rod, Steph. I just clicked. Oh, it. oh, I thought it was part of the other link. So the A's have skipped rent for the Coliseum, and say they can't buy it. And SF Gate is has a million pop-ups and now I don't want to read this at all. Um, all right. Oakland A's refused to make 1.2 million. Oh payment God, in I'm Calis- in the- What's that? I'm in pop-up hell right now. Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible Dude, website. Do that. It's, I mean, I, if I wasn't trying to read this story for the show, I just got another one. Are you fucking kidding me? SF gate. Why would anyone read your website? If you're just going to litter them new link. We got a new link. It's not SF gate. Terrible. That was brutal. <laughs> All right. Mercury news. Let's terrible. see if you're better. That was amazingly bad. Okay. Oh, fucking this one's not much better either. Are you? I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I don't care. Uh, A's okay. are A's have a ton of money and they're, they're cheap. So I'm out. That is, I mean, I'm not going to do that. Jesus Christ. A's have balked at paying the 1.2 million required. Under contract uh, for the stadium, uh, A's informed them they had no ability to pay rent. Um, let me see if I could get any good lines for you. Um, weren't able to generate revenue, blah, blah, blah. We've all been upended. <laughs> I think so. This quote is from uh, the people trying to collect payment from the A's. <laughs> we recognize that we've all been upended in a number of ways. Maybe there are some things we are willing to negotiate and waive, but we can't just say no rent. <laughs> like, hey, I think that's that's uh that's kind of a fair statement if you have it in contract that they're supposed to pay rent. How does it work, man? Um, you know, John J. Fisher is in one of the like he's the pop up. He's like the six hundredth richest man in the world. You know, the A's owner is has right. a good amount of money. But I mean, I'm guessing that the way it works is that, you know, he doesn't own the A's. One of his um, 
groups owns the A's and that group doesn't have all the money that he has. You know what I mean? So like, there's gotta be a way where they can be like, well, you know, just because the A's aren't making money. You know what I mean? Like if the business goes under, I still owe rent on our apartment. It's in my name. I, you know, I'm the, I'm the guarantor or whatever. So like, uh, how does that work for super rich people? I'm sure they have workarounds because like he can afford rent. I mean, he can afford rent. Dude, there's, there's so many things. And I, I think you're, you're entering a world that that's going to be mind blowing for you. Cause I just heard the story of, I think it was Frank McCourt who bought the Dodgers, um, during the C league times. And dude, I think the C league times will get you hot. Cause, uh, the way I've heard it told at least is that Bud Selig baseball basically just gave baseball teams to his friends, <laughs> um, which sounds pretty cool, but, <laughs> uh, also not how major league baseball is supposed to be run in theory, but dude, I think Frank McCourt like bought the Dodgers, like filed for bankruptcy and then sold them for four times their worth. And like, he never had like the actual money to buy the Dodgers like he bought the Dodgers and took a loan off of something else. And then he bought the parking areas outside and bought that off of a loan on the Dodgers. And then he failed, filed for bankruptcy on everything. And he ended up walking away with four times the money or something like that. So if you're rich and you can navigate the rule book, man, I mean, you can, you can do really well in this country. Yeah. We'll sell John boy media in, in five years for, you know, a thousand million dollars. And then we'll figure out all these tricks. They're, BBD, they're you might have to be a fall man at some point, but when you're out of jail, like, dude, we're going to hook it up for you. Yeah. Okay. You do well. Dude, jail. so just shut up, the A's. Basically. Pay shut your rent, up about it, the A's. Pay your rent, acquire talent, or sell the team. I'm sick of, I'm not going to fall for your trap. I like that. Uh, this is the story. That's the, and hey, we, we we keep spinning, you know, this future baseball land that, hey, maybe things go terrible. Maybe baseball figures this out and is a giant win. And even in that baseball giant win and rejuvenating America and having the spotlight, uh, there still might be, there's going to be ownership change. It would be really cool if baseball brought in some like badass owners, like if Mark Cuban finally uh, Yeah, got they a need a Mark Cuban. They need a fresh, young, hungry owner like that. So that's uh, we'll, we'll put that in the plus column for now. Instead, we have A Rod trying to buy a team. Jesus, should be entertaining if nothing else. <sighs> Maybe he, he might like go back. I don't know. I don't know. Um. All right, because then he's gonna go back to hated. You know, Jeter becomes an owner and everyone hates him. So like, if A Rod becomes an owner, he gets he's gonna become hated. And then it, does he dive back into that and start oh, yeah. pissing on cousin Yuri's rug again? You know. How's that work? The story that I the think waves, is the funniest. The waves kind of turned on A-Rod. I don't know if publicly it has. And I tweeted this out and it got misconstrued because I because uh, someone like called out A-Rod on Twitter, a former player. And so I think right. I didn't tweet it correctly enough. All I was saying was I thought A-Rod had won everyone over. He won me over for a time being. Like A-Rod, the announcer, was good. He was insightful. And he was... Um, uh, he was funny, but not on purpose, but still not like, you're not totally laughing at him, kind of like laughing at him. It was entertainment. Him. Entertainment. But, I mean, you were there. When we talk to people within baseball, there's still a hatred for
for him. Like, uh, fuck that guy from people within the wall. So not the public because, you know, some guy was like, yeah, but Yankee fans hate him because of Jeter. I'm like, I'm not talking about Yankee fans. I'm not talking about fans at all. I'm talking about people that work and cover and are participate in the inside the walls of MLB. There's still like a lot of people that were like, nope, never. Well, and that's that's where I do think the public is getting involved to a degree because I think there's this almost people want people want to feel something, a, and I I think I want to compare it to Joe Buck. Like people started hating Joe Buck almost just because they wanted to, like they didn't really have a reason. Like there was some Homer stuff, but both sides were saying it. That eventually people looked in the mirror and were like. I don't think we actually do dislike Joe Buck at all. And now he's, he's like super well, like Joe Buck. He crapped a couple jokes. I feel like a rod was on the opposite end of the spectrum. Everyone want to hate a rod. He has one apology. He plays baseball as an old guy. He's not as good. And then he gets in the broadcasting thing and he's okay. Like he's not special. He's not like knocking down the walls, like Barkley or something like that. Who's like must watch TV. And then he he married he marries J Lo and it's like whoa this A Rod turn that I think everyone kind of started taking inventory again and is like wait should we actually like love this guy because that's what he's trying to do and I think everyone like kind of took inventory again and was like I'm okay on this and I mean if that J Lo marriage falls apart whoo and then all the J Lo fans hate him whoa yeah it's crazy um, so anyway this is the story that I think's the most fascinating to me because I kind of Bregman, I I am on all sides of this. Bregman leaves clutch sports agency after LeBron's company announces that they're producing an Astros doc. And sure. There had to be ill will before this because it, it, and Bregman just wanted to leave because if Bregman is just honestly insulted that, that, you know, the giant sports conglomerate, is going to make this documentary and like a personal insult. Like they should put him over that. That's so insane. I'm sure that the the department that is his agency, Clutch Sports, and the department that is undisputed that is produ- like by that bought this documentary, don't even talk to each other. Have no. like zero communication. Yeah, and they're, I, I mean, they're under the same umbrella, but they're obviously not the same thing. Um, but at the same time, I think it's fair by Bregman. I'm, I think about, you know, when we when we picture the TV show Entourage, pick, pick a high-level athlete in your agency. Like, they should be selling out for you. You're, you're their guy. They will bend over backwards for you and make anything happen. Um, if you're Bregman, like... I think he basically joined this agency to be their lead guy. And now, you know, part of the company is slandering his team and like he, he will be in it for sure. So, I mean, like, again, I think what you're saying, like, it's fair. Um, but I, you know, there was definitely, uh, you know, probably some problems before that slash. I, I think athletes are always, I think athlete always has in the back of their head that the grass would be greener on the other side with another agent um and so i but think like, there's a little uh, bit of that you know, but yeah it's man, just I, it's I, just weird like it, you know if, mlb network's gonna run a special on this soon is he gonna get mad at mlb like people are going to talk about this dude 
You you can't, you know, cut everyone out of your life that discusses the one of the bigger scandals in sports that you participated in and 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 act like you're the victim. Everyone's going to make content off of this. Everyone's going to talk about it. Sure, the Astros have made content off like the back end of it in, in, in the other way. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, he had to, I hope he had other problems. Otherwise, it's like, dude, like his personal agent is like, Alex, like that is a whole other division of a giant company. It's like Disney, uh, like food people getting mad at Disney movie people. Like you're selling that food when we're trying to make this movie? Fuck you. It's like, what? <laughs> These aren't connected. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's a little different because, uh, like, uh, times have changed. Like, these used to be strictly sports agencies, and now it's it's become these, you know, Jay-Z started it, and, and you know, an agency is an agency. We've got top athletes, and we've got entertainers, and that's exactly what LeBron's doing um, across sports and across entertainment as well that normally these things wouldn't mix. Like, if you just had a sports agency, you would never be involved in the Quibi documentary, you know? So I, I think it's one of those things, like, you always think your agency is your number one and they have your back and they'll go to war for you. And, you know, I, I think it's fair to Bregman to to feel that way because what, what you're saying is absolutely right. Like, Bregs, you got to know that, like, there's this is always going to be out there and with you. But at the same time, like, the MLB example you're using, like, that's the MLB network. Like they, you know, they're not representing Alex Bregman. And, you know, I, I, I think it's fine for him to feel that way. Dude, they're not even the same company at all. I just read it. They're, re- they're related. Clutch and James Media, Clutch and James Media Company Uninterrupted are separate entities. The only thing that connects them is that Clutch also represents LeBron James. They do that for like business reasons, but still, um, yeah, it's just weird. He's gonna have a hard time finding, you know, it's just, it's just like, you know, you're gonna have an agent that represents someone else, you know, fucking Boris represents two guys that compete for the same money. It's like, it's just weird, like, you know, uh, I don't know, yeah, but but I think that's that makes more sense to players than you know, uh, a movie documentary coming out like slandering your team definitely but i'm just saying like you know agents have multiple agendas yeah to think i mean that's the that's the guy who got the worst deal in it his agent who was like hey you know we're we're doing this thing you're going to be loosely you're going to be connected to lebron and you're going to be running the baseball agency and we think we could get you top guys here's alex bregman you got him uh, and whammy. Dude, uh, this is a funny line in this article. Like, uh, you know, Rosenthal pointed out, it's quite possible he hires an agent with clients who have criticized the Astros because it's going to be hard to find clients who haven't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, get out of there, Bregman. Bregman still can't figure out why people are upset. I don't understand why they are so mad at us. I have no idea either. Yeah. All right. Uh, one, two, three. That's the password to my desktop. That's the half. Tough half Ooh. on the audio live stream. Not working. I think I got to reboot my modder, modem or, or whatever. 
So, but if you're one of the people that listens on the podcast, which is majority people, then, you know, you got it. Audio's great. So, uh, BBD, do you have a state for us for that uh, first half? Today's state, ooh, today's state is Utah, um, because we talked a little bit of Last Dance. They were in the Last Dance, and uh, I'm not sure they have internet there, and I'm not sure we have internet here. So, wow, clutch, Utah, good. Utah, mm-hmm. shots fired. Utes. They don't have a. We also talked about hangovers, and it's hard to get a hangover in Utah because you can't uh, drink a lot. Mormons. Tricky with the altitude too. We we talked about some altitude sickness rumors with the MJ thing, but that that's that's kind of quickly debunked as well. It's like um, it's like uh, is like stupid as hell to order a Long Island. You can't even order like a Long Island iced tea in Utah because they can only give you like half a shot per mixed drink. They have to measure it out. And the beers are less percentage. It's very odd. It's very odd. Mormons. How are you doing, Jake? You cold still? Did you warm yourself up with all the talking? I'm good. Um, I just, It's chilly. It's chilly. I mean, this is not the appropriate outfit, but that's, that's fine. Rather be chilly than hot. Um, and right now I just went on to Amazon sponsored. Um, and what I want to get, which I think will be a delightful thing for us to get is, um, a cart, uh, for laundry and groceries. I, oh yeah, yeah. That's, those are huge in New York. Everyone pulls a cart with, you need a grocery one. Cause you always talk about how you can only buy what you can carry. So yes, that's a hell of a purchase for you guys. Jess will be happy with that purchase. Yeah, and um, and uh, it's it's become a little bit of a running joke. Um, so we we do have laundry in our building, and we we take turns with it slash we help out. Um, Jess has never completely done the laundry cycle from carrying it down to loading it up, moving it to the dryer, and bringing it back up because it is when once it's full, it is a heavy carry. She can do it. I mean, she's, she's strong enough, but she always wants to rope me in for, to carry it, which is normally fine, but my back has been broken for a month. Mm. Um, so now, now with the cart, maybe we could potentially get there, but it's a, it's a need. I think I'm going for the number one bestseller in retail shopping baskets and carts. So, uh, yeah. Crushed it. Dude, uh, Katie and I have been using the laundromat wash and fold. I mean, it's so Ah, easy, dude. And we found one that's not like we, we, we did the math on it and it's 10 bucks more, but you don't have to leave to switch it from washer to dryer. You don't have to fold it. So it's like, is that 10 bucks worth the extra trip down the block? And you know, what, however long it takes to fold everything nicely. The answer is no. Well, for us, it was yes. Oh, I was saying, is it worth it to walk down the block? No. No, it's worth it to pay $10 to get that stuff done. Yes. Yes. You guys got to have one right by you. There's three right by us. Ordered. Yeah, dude. The problem is, I mean, what, what we're doing is, I mean, it is, we have to go outside. We have to go into the outside world to do that. 
with we have the laundry in the building. So it's a, a it's a tricky game of chicken. I mean, do you go outside, you do one delivery, they do everything, and you go back outside to pick it up, or you do everything in the building? You have to flip it over. Um, we're we're keeping it in house for now, but hey, maybe with this cart thing, will cha- things will change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we like you know told ourselves, hey, let's do it ourselves every now and then to save money. And it's like, no, it's so no. easy. And Life's pretty- too short. Yeah, dude, this, uh, I just opened up Twitter and panic from talking giants. Mm. Look at, <laughs> look at this is what he just, <laughs> whoa, hello, I am bald. <laughs> Went for it. <laughs> oh, made me laugh. Good shit, panic. I'll do a fucking, uh, you but different on that. Put the hair right back on his head. Mm, different hair. Blank, uh, blank canvas, really. Look at BBD, I made him laugh. <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> um, all right, let's go back. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A neighborhood in Florida has been taken over by loud, chaotic peacocks. A man wears a man wears a watermelon on his head as a mask while robbing a gas station and gets caught. Raging house party ends when a man shoots himself in the groin. Mm. A gender reveal goes horribly wrong after sister hit with dart. Jason Derulo knocks his teeth out eating corn on a drill for TikTok, and hot nurse gets disciplined for wearing a bra and panties under see-through PPE gown. Obviously, we're going to click on the hot nurse and see if there's a picture. And there is. I'll click it. I'll click it. There's a picture. uh, And, I mean, the video is kind of messed up, but I think I'm going to repost it afterwards. And, like, they took a picture of her, which makes me seem like if they were really upset, they wouldn't have snapped this picture. Does that make sense? in Russia. It almost doesn't count. They Russia got mad about this? I mean, I I just think this just feels like this feels like a click. I mean, Russia, COVID, naughty nurse. <laughs> like this is <laughs> Yeah, but look at the guy on the bed to the left. I mean, it feels like this guy deserves to see that. If she's if she's fine wearing it, that's a very see-through thing. But yeah, I mean, maybe it's hot, you know? I mean, if she was willing to wear that, I don't think that cut, that old man has qualms with her wearing it. And this old man? Well, there are reportedly no complaints from her patients. Hospital chiefs pushed the nearly nude nurse for non-compliance with the requirements of medical clothing. I mean, that guy's just drinking it in. I mean, yeah. Just loving it. I don't know. Good for her. Good for him. Who cares? It's, it's Russia. I really don't I mean, care. It's Russia. At, at the bot at the bottom of the article it has like the the hot buzzwords and it's literally coronavirus, hospitals, nudity, nurses, nursing, Russia. I mean, boom. Boom. That's how you got a bestseller right there. That's an article. This next story that we have 
is a gender reveal gone wrong. And, and I was kind of over them, you know, because we've gotten two sure. like fire starting. But this one says a dart. So I'm interested to see what happened. But I also want to talk about that gender reveal that went viral because the guy struck out three swings. Right. I had so many tweets drafted up about that video. And I deleted them all because I just didn't want to come off like a dick. But I don't know if anyone saw it, but like he clearly had never played baseball growing up as like a little leaguer or at any level. He like never played baseball. And, and like, you know, I don't understand how someone who's never played baseball says, give me the bat and turn on the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because I, I was wondering the same thing um, because you're absolutely right. Um, and I, the only conversation that I can think about is that he said something along the lines of like, they didn't know what to do. Like they knew they wanted to do a gender reveal or someone was passionate about it, most likely the wife and they couldn't think of it. And, you know, she snapped one day and was like, all right, let's, let's do the baseball thing. It explodes. That's fun. And he was like, all right, fine. Sure. I can hit a baseball easily. Now, I want to defend him, Jim, because he was getting roasted really good, and he deservedly so to a degree. The first pitch was terrible. The first pitch is up and in at his shoulders. Let me put um, it on the screen. I know guys that aren't touching that ball. Um, I, I got you, Jake. Like, I hear what you're saying about the pitch, but it was very evident that this dude has never played Little League baseball or swung a bat before that ball left her hand. Maybe Little League. Um, I mean, look at like that, you know, like it's just, and then look at, look at the, I mean, look at the load. I mean, yeah, the load is, the load is awful. Um, again, just, that, that first pitch isn't easy to hit. I don't know. I don't think that's that in, but it was blowing my mind. Like, I think you're right. I think the girl said, like, why don't we do the baseball thing? And he was too proud to be like, honey, I can't swing a bat. Because, yeah. all right, here's the second pitch. Yeah, or maybe the... Yeah, man, like, look at that. Like, I just don't get it. Like, how did this guy get put in this situation? I mean, and, okay, so let's, let's spin it back on him. Because, hey, I'm not defending him on any other pitches or putting himself in this scenario. I just think the first pitch wasn't great. Um, and people were roasting him on that. And a lot of the people I saw roasting him on that, I don't think would have hit that first pitch. But um, you catch it, if, you toss it back. So let's let's say you do get to this point where you've been somehow bullied into a, a baby reveal uh, playing baseball, which you don't play. I mean, you're not going to go to the garage and just, I don't know, test your eye hand on something. That's There's not what a I'm loose saying, string man. in the garage you're going to sing at, swing at or something. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Like, this would be... I, I'm not a baseball... Uh, I'm not good at baseball. But I played wiffle ball my whole life. If you throw this at me, I can make contact. You know? It might not be a bomb, but I can hit it. You know what I mean? And you, you, you'll you have my back on there. Both of us, we used to go to the field in college and throw BP to each other. We can swing and hit a ball. I mean, I I think we do good. I'd say one thing we can't comment is the pressure. I mean, this is this is a big swing. I mean, That's swung true. and miss at good pitch in our days. That's true. Um, Terrible pressure. But but uh but this would be the equivalent of me like dunking for a gender reveal or like trying to hit a three. 
Like, I have no confidence in that. I know that I can't do that. So why would I even do it? Like, I just blew my mind that this guy put himself in this situation. When I saw the swing, I was like, holy shit. Look at this swing. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, Jake, when you get to two strikes. not good. When you get to two strikes, I mean, it's very clear. It's very clear he's going to miss. Because then the pressure is insurmountable. Oh. Oh, you're done. Yeah. You're absolutely I, mean, I actually a, think if I did somehow, point, I'm surprised he didn't just. If I, if I did somehow miss the on. first two, zero chance I hit the third one. I'll cr- I'd crumble. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm saying if there is a swing and miss, I think you just pick that up and you whip it at the shed or something like that. Um, like you gotta you gotta have some sort of redemption moment. I if I were to do this, which I do not plan on. Um, and if I swung and miss, I'm snagging it and I'm throwing out every muscle in my shoulder, throwing that thing as hard as I can, trying to get a good explosion and being like, well, looks like he's going to be a pitcher. Damn, I'm good. Yeah. That's a wow, hell of a good. spin. Yeah. Or you just catch it. Like her first throw is bad. You catch it, you th- toss it to yourself and hit it. Whatever. I, so I kind of. I kind of like where you were going with the three-point shot. Like, let's do more ch- challenges. And if you don't get it, be like, ah, you know, I, I tried I tried to hit a half-court shot. Like, if it goes in, then it's like, this baby is destined. If it doesn't, it was like, half-court shot. I wasn't going to hit that. Yeah, it's true. Full-court shot. Uh, so this is the the dart one. I have it up here. And I don't, I don't know what happened with this one. It, it seems like a dart went into this lady's leg. Mm. You're not going to like it. No? In that oh. it's not a big deal. Oh, it's so like, because it just looks like a... Who makes videos like these? So it just, I mean, she threw it at a balloon. Wow, did that lady not even feel it? So excited. Holy shit. She was filming on the other side. See both her hands yeah. into her face. It goes into her leg and sticks and she doesn't even flinch after the fact. No. After the fact, she just kind of like showed the girl next to her. Like, look, the dart hit me. In- look at this. She goes, she goes, look, dart hit me in the leg. Little leg lift. Yeah. Look what happened to me. <sighs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's a. Uh... And hey, this is what I was just saying. Like that aunt is a badass aunt for life for that kid. She took a dart for that kid. That was awesome. More Good for that. her. Uh, and then, the, and then, um, all right. The man who wore watermelon on his head. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Like Dude, the reaction. picture is so good. Oh, oh my God. What a fantastic image. Look at this picture. And I think there was, there was an old image. Oh, wow. They went, okay. They went full, almost alien with it. They cut out eye holes. Yeah, that is good. Cause I, I was initially picturing, I think there's a, an old kind of viral image of a, of a kitten wearing like a watermelon helmet that kind of looks like the gladiator helmet. Like it's kind of got the middle thing going down 
and then it like it's just the eyes, but it it doesn't cover everything. I mean, they have their heads inside of a watermelon. Yeah, I mean that's great. I don't know if there's even an article on here. They tried to rob someone. I mean, there's so many ads, so many. Like trying to read an, uh, the news on the internet is ridiculous. You got to crawl through like a pile of shit. But anyway, I, I, the pit, that? I don't know. Do people like people can't read those sites? It makes no sense. No sense. Uh, that was pretty good. I mean, should we show up to the next episode of JJR with uh, watermelons on our heads? Ooh. Um, you can say no. I'm not against it. Just make BBD do I, it? I said I'm not against it. Okay. That's a tough break. Tough break for BBD. Yeah. Well, you know. He's gone. I think he's muted. He's going to get a watermelon. Oh. He's like, I actually have one. Man, if he had one. Um. All right. I'm trying to watch this. I'm trying to watch this. Uh, Jason Derula video. Knocked his teeth out. I actually, I'm very scared of this, Jake, because I have seen. I got tricked into watching a girl try to eat corn on the cob. Um with a drill like this. Mm. And I believe it was, uh, it was in China or it was in Asia. It was in Asia somewhere. And she tried to eat corn on the cob on a drill and a bit of her hair got caught and she got, she got scalped. Um, and it was, it stuck, stays with me and I didn't like it, but, um, yeah, I guess all his teeth gets knocked out. BBD, you said this isn't like terribly gross, right? No, I, I, I watched it. it. All right, not, I'll watch it. This is my it's first. It's not as bad it. as it could have been. All right. I think um, I watched it once. I'm pretty sure it's just two front teeth. It it does leave you asking questions. Um, drill in the mouth. It's spinning. He's putting in a good effort. Putting in a good effort. Alarmed. Two front teeth are cracked. Now, okay, is this fake? Does he have caps in his teeth that got knocked out? Like, you know, I don't want to uh, throw producer Luke under the bus, but he has, like, caps in his teeth that he can take out and grow people out. And I had a, I had a neighbor who also could do that. Because he seemed, he seemed like, the beginning of this seemed like a prank. Hey, I always wanted to try this. And then... Yeah. Um. So I have a very skeptical hat on that maybe Darula just has caps there and it's very fake because I think he'd be in way more pain and I don't think he'd just look at the camera like, ah, look, did you see? That seemed so fake. Yeah, it seems like there's going to be a veneers plot twist to this. Zero um, blood. Zero blood. Like, he'd be in so much pain. I'm, I'm, I'm searching Darula teeth fake. And uh, I don't know. All all the articles say nothing. So that seemed very fake to me. Yeah. He's been doing a lot on the talk. He's with my girl, Jenna Frooms. Jenna Frooms. Jenna Frooms. And then this neighborhood's She's overcome so by peacocks. Stupid hot. Who is? Okay. Interested. Jenna Frooms. She's like, I mean, 
Uh, she has an argument for like hottest girl in the world. Okay. Well, I mean, I I quickly bowed out of the peacocks because now I got to look at yeah Jennifer. I'm gonna Rooms. check on the hot nurse article real again, quick. Um, no, I'll go check out the peacock article. So this is Jenna Frooms. You say she's got an argument for hottest woman alive. I think she does. Um, I mean, eyes, hair, lips, body. Uh, yeah. She does have hair. She has all those things. She has all of those things I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, there, the hair's pulled up. Yeah, that's a pretty attractive uh, image. Okay, Jake. Because I, I didn't, hey, who who, who um, is she? You know, dude, I, I think lo- she's just the model. Love, we, you know, I love her hair. I mean, that's like we we kind of had this conversation with Trevor Plouffe the other day that we kind of live in a new world now where like celebrities were the prettiest people we knew because they were on the big screen, but like other pretty people existed. They just didn't act or sing or anything. And I think she's one of those people. I think she's like trying to get into acting and she's done some stuff, but like she was just someone that was absolutely stunning. And now with Instagram and social media, she's out in front of the world. Jenna Frooms, IMDb. She was in she ball. Well, she's coming in. She's going to be in she ball. Okay. And Marshmallow featuring Tyga and Chris Brown. Light it up. Looks like she's been in music videos. Yes. Nice hair. Cool name. Nice Jenna hair. Frooms. Jenna Frooms. Uh, you want to do better today? We do better the day. I'm going to click the Peacock video right quick just to see if there's any highlights. <laughs> kind of worth the click, man. Okay. If only, so if you click on it, there's a video there. It took me to like the one minute part of the video, which I'm, I'm assuming they had it set up that way. And it's just a Peacock full flex. And it's like, whoa, you just, you forget how big a Peacock is, man. All right. Let's see what Jake got excited about. Just a peacock in full flex mode. That's what we're going to be looking at. That's what the scientists say. Uh, it takes so long to make these all look good. Here we go. Peacock. I'll go get my bed of the day ready. Full flex. Oh, there he is. I mean. Whoa. That one. That's the one that got me, yeah. I mean, that's like as wide as my living room. Yeah. So they're just taking over her house. That sucks. She says that they've been inside her house. That's on her. I don't like that. That's on her. I mean, how do you let that thing in your house? If you're getting outsmarted by the peacocks, I think they own your property now. Well, I I don't know because you know some some birds are smart. Like I'm sure there sure. I'm sure there's a bird smarter than me out there. No, I take it back. Uh, I'm going to have some faith gonna, in myself. I'm going to have some pride. Yeah. I'm smarter than every bird in existence. It's and an I interesting say that with conversation. Authority. Yeah, I, mean, I think you could be outsmarted by a bird, but I don't think any bird is smarter than you. That's a great call. In a moment, 
I can be outsmarted by a bird. Yeah. But does that bird smarter than me? No. Zero chance. Oh. Wrong button, dumbass. See, that's Wrong. the birds coming for me. Better today. Better today. Better today. Bet of the day, it's the bet of the day, Jakey, Jakey, did he make a big mistake yesterday? BBD, what did Jake do, what did Jake bet yesterday? It we bet was. on a game that didn't happen yet. Yeah, we're we're lining up bets for the weekend because there's real sports coming this weekend, so we're, it's, it's Bundesliga week, Jim. Bundesliga. We're lining up, we're lining up three Bundesliga games, I bet on the Borussia... Mokeland Gladback game versus Bayer Leverkusen. We bet the over the other day um, because they don't want to play defense. Mm. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, and they're not going to be organized because of the Corona stuff. So uh, we've already got that game locked up. Um, what I think I'm going to do is. What was the over under? So it's three and a half, which, um, you it's know, decently that's high. That seems like a big number for a hockey game or soccer game, excuse me. Um, but I mean, I, I think when we talk about that game, I think we're looking at like a four to one final. Like okay. I, I think, I think goals are going to be scored. Maybe a three to two. Uh, maybe even three to two potentially. Maybe four to. I could see one of those teams getting four goals. Like I could see one of those teams going over themselves. I have bare um, eleven Karushin. Just kicking ass. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Every day. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so for my um, for my second bet from the Bundesliga during Bundesliga week, um, we have VFL Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg? Wolfsburg. And they are playing Borussia Dortmund. Um, Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Dortmund is the favorite. Um and what what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick Borussia Dortmund uh, to win. Um, I like BBD is typing these notes up in the the doc as we're doing it, and he's just doing very phonetic spelling, which is good. But he, he even did Bundesliga as B O O N D A S. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if if Bundesliga was spelled that way, uh, I think it would be more popular in the states. Um, I'll, I'll put a link in there for you, David. So you got um, Wolfsburg yeah, versus Borussia Dortmund. We're taking Dortmund to win. Okay. Dortmund yeah. to win. They're favored. And they are the favorite. Um, are, they, are we making yeah. any money with this bet? We're making some money because, I mean, to win. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's not an even payout. It's a little bit below. But uh, I, I think it's worthwhile. I mean, I thought about getting a little cheeky and going for the draw because that pays out big money. But I just think Borussia Dortmund, um, I think they're at home. It's tough to tell. And I just really like when they play there or on the road when they and play And they're there. playing Wolfsburg? Wolfsburg. Hard to bet against Wolfsburg because you just imagine, you know, I knew a town it would full be. of wolves. Really hard. And then, like, hold on. Let me see if Wolfsburg's keeper has a cool name. Wolfsburg. 
Wolfsburg roster. Okay. Am I going to be able to read any of this? Maybe. The answer is... Wolfsburg. Hold on. I just need the keeper to have a, a good name, and then I'm all in on Wolfsburg. I actually really like that gambling theory from you, Jim. Cohen Castiles. Same letter? Nope. K-O-E-N. Castiles. You know, that it's not doing anything for me right now. So everyone's going to have to hang with me as I as I find what the Dortmund Dortmund's keeper's name. It should be quick now. Uh, Dortmund's keeper is named Roman Berkey. Ooh, I like Roman. Don't love Berkey. He looks like a model. It's tough. And surprisingly, this foolproof method of me trying yeah. to find an edge has come up completely blank. Wolfsburg. I got to look at both keepers. Don't like one more than the other. I got both names. Don't like one more than the other. So in the end, it's just really how much do I like the name Wolfsburg? And the answer is a lot. About to make a big I'm on the opposite side of you on this one, Jake. I got Wolfsburg covering. Yes, you're taking Wolfsburg. Mm-hmm. Or winning, whatever it is, outright. Whatever sure. they need to do, I got them. Can't Love wait to have real sports back for this. It's way more fun. Love them. I'm cool. I'm excited. I'm, I might check. I might tune into some Bundesliga this weekend. Got a lot of action. Uh, you'll be down in North Carolina with your girlfriend and both your parents. So, trying to get away from them. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. See you guys. Sorry about the internet today. It looked. It got better at the end. Uh, you can always go find it on the podcast app. See you later. Oops.